So let's talk a little bit about lip filler. Lip filler's been around for quite a while now. I think a lot of injectors are starting to see patients that have had several treatments done. And I know at our office, at least once or twice a day, I have um, young ladies coming in that have had a lot of filler done and their lips are starting to have a shape that doesn't look very natural. So a good lip augmentation is not a one-size-fits-all. It's not a matter of just injecting a whole bunch of volume uh, into the lips. It's about rejuvenating the perioral area and, and, and creating some balance. So you know that the distance of the upper lip relative to the lower, the volume of the vermilion lip, um, they all have a, a part to play in the aesthetics of the mouth. And I think our nurses are extremely adept at assessing what are the little things that could be improved in addition to uh, just adding volume to the lips that will give patients a really good result. These girls are coming in and they're either wanting some advice on what they can do to correct the shape of their lips and some of them are even coming in and asking for more filler. They want more treatment because their lips are still looking small. So I think we all know now that once repeated treatments have been done, if it's not put in the correct area or if too much is done at one time, uh, the, the lip is a big muscle, so it's a round muscle. It's contracting all day long when you're talking and chewing. And um, it can, over time, the product can migrate. And especially if too much product is put in at once, young girls trying to get big lips quite quickly, that product will be massaged for a few months. It starts to migrate and when it migrates, it goes up and you can see that on some people. It either presents as a little bit of a light color or if you see it from the side, it casts a little bit of a shadow and, and they don't really know what's going on and why that's happening. But when it starts to migrate, you don't want to put any more into the lip because it's going to keep migrating. And when it goes up around the top, what that does is it forces the lip to project a little bit up top. It also rolls the lip in a little bit. So the, you keep having treatments done, but the pink part of the lip still looks small because it's actually inverted this way. So it starts to look flat and, and kind of shelfy. So I actually see that look a lot around town and it can be treated, but you really have to go in, melt a bit of the product out, wait a little bit of time, and then you can do it again, but you need to go slowly. So be really reserved, do a little bit of a time, try to get the shape that you want over time. In our practice, and I, and I think you know, in general, really you should be using dissolvable, non-permanent materials in the lips. This is a very sensitive structure. You use your lips to speak, you, you, you kiss with them. These are very uh, um, delicate structures, and I think permanent materials gone wrong in the lips are one of the most common complications of permanent fillers that I see in my practice. Seeing these kind of lips kind of put people off that are a little bit older in their 40s and 50s that actually might really benefit from having a little bit of treatment done because they're starting to see the signs of aging, they're starting to see some lines or some grooves happening, getting a little bit of shadowing, their lips are uh, looking a little bit dehydrated. And those um, ladies can really benefit from strategically placed, small, conservative amount of filler to hydrate, give a little bit of shape and it's it's great at preventing the lines. It can actually reverse the lines a little bit if you give it a bit of support, but it also prevents the lines because it gives a little bit of stability in the lips so it doesn't collapse and cave in um, when you're talking and doing repeated movements. So don't be put off by seeing treatments that are overdone. 
they can be corrected if you're having a problem with that and if you've never had filler before just come in we can talk about going really slowly um, and doing a slow gradual improvement our nurses are providing injectable fillers for our patients all day every day and they're experts at this uh, not only are they experts in assessing what's going to look good and areas perhaps in the perioral area that might also require some modifications but they're adept at choosing the right product for the right patient and also the right technique for injecting the fillers.